Hey, welcome back to episode four of Gamish Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. Uh, still co-hostless, Sean's still working, um, which is obviously a great sign, like I said last week, is COVID is kind of, you know, ramping down. You know, people are getting back to work, which is absolutely awesome. That's what we need uh, in the community nowadays. Um, so to start off uh, the podcast, I wanted to talk about something that was... Um, pretty pretty uh big ordeal today with spacex and them launching uh the rocket today and i don't think many people actually understand how big of a deal that actually is um it's like something it's one to be able to watch that is absolutely awesome that to me it was the equivalent of when we just left to go to the moon, you know, like that's how big that actually was. And I, I, a lot of people, I don't think truly understand like that's, it's such a big ordeal, you know, like, look, we're sending people back up there and we're testing all this new technology out. And like Elon Musk is, he just wrote his name in the history books for a time to come. Like, this man, I truly believe, is going to be the man to send us, you know, to Mars and just to these, to go nowhere anyone else has ever gone before and to, you know, travel even further than that. And that's, uh, Elon's definitely, I mean, he's our modern day Tony Stark. And if you were to tell me like, um, oh, what is that movie with Matt Damon? Uh, Interstellar. If you told me Interstellar was about everything Elon Musk did. You know, wait until you know. I at this point, I think you could believe it. It's like, why would you not? It's I, he's sending people back up into space with this crazy technology. I mean, like the man sent his own, uh, one of his cars up into space. There's nothing he can't do. He has the money to do it all, and he has the knowledge, and that's what makes him even better than what we think he is. Is because he knows exactly what to do when to do how to do and he's got the resources to do it and i just uh, i mean watch that and I, I streamed it for other people i know some people were having issues trying to actually find it which it was on youtube um there's a whole bunch of other people streaming it as well uh of course every channel that was on tv seemed like they had you know it going uh but it, it was it was crazy and i mean I watched um, pretty much till they uh, in or NBC or PBS, one of the two, they stopped showing it. So I mean, I I know they're going to be up there, and it's a 19-hour flight for them, and they've already been up there for I want to say like two, three hours now. So I mean, they're not even you know a third of the way there, but it's I could only imagine how cool it would be to go to space. That's, I think, one of my, like, I mean, obviously, you have to have the qualifications to do that, and I am not qualified in the slightest bit, but I think myself and along with other people, that's, that would be, like, a dream. Just send me up. Let me see the Earth. Let me just kind of, you know, see how awesome it actually is, and then bring me back down. That's, you know, maybe let me float around in space if I can get lucky enough, but that's, to me, it's just seeing that and being able to do something on that caliber would just be outstanding 
and that's I mean I I believe it. It's I I think you know these astronauts that are getting to go are not only brave human beings because I mean you get in that rocket and you know for you know Lord forbid anything bad happen but that's that's life you, you know you sign up for it and you're like hey I might die I might not who knows but they get up there and they they just do their thing and I mean the risk reward is hey the you know the risk is you could die the reward is like look you're going to space and that's I I would do the same thing there I mean I would be all for it I'm, I'll take that risk for that reward I it's it was just super super cool watching uh everything and it's uh, you know like I said it, it, Elon Musk wrote his name in the, the history books with that it's there nothing gets better than that you know you're sending people to space you know NASA's wanting you to do it they want you to build things for them and you he should he's the proper man to do it and he I I think he proved it without a shadow of a doubt he proved it like who else is going to be building this man or these people rockets and you know delivering this next level technology and it's like he's he's showing his mind in all this technology through his cars too tesla i mean you look at all the things tesla have like i watched this kid's video where he went from uh I believe Houston to San Antonio and he's like oh I just you know put my car in autopilot mode and you know like I'm setting up the route and it does it for me but then it shows me like where I need to charge and when I need to charge and for how long I need to be there and how many terminals are being taken up and this and that and it's like look this car is pretty much going to drive itself the entire time and his seat had a massager in it that's crazy but the car is planning out the trip stopping when it needs to and 95 percent driving itself like you you have to touch the steering wheel that's it other than that you can do whatever the hell you want i mean i highly you know don't go to sleep or anything but there's to me that just shows the way technology is going and elon musk is like the tip of the spear with it he's He's there first. He's doing it all first. And that's why I say he is our real-life Tony Stark. Elon Musk is crazy. I mean, and we, we all know that. We, we've seen the things he do, does. And we, we have seen his accomplishments. And we see the way and things he wants to do and what his plans are to do it. And he just keeps outdoing himself time and time again. And it's like, man, I, I'm almost like... Okay, what are you going to come up with next? What is going to be this next big thing? Like, how are you going to top your next? Like, one, how are you going to top sending people to space? But guess what? He's going to top it. He's going to do it. Like, that's just, he's going to. We, we know he is. It's Elon Musk. He's going to figure something out. He's going to do something more bold and more creative. And he, it's just going to blow this out of the water. Um and I like I was having a conversation with someone the other day and it's like, look, I truly believe, I mean, he's going to practice colonizing the moon. He'll figure out a way for us to live on the moon and he'll make it happen. And then from the moon to Mars. And again, from Mars and the moon, somewhere else crazy. I would I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts 
looking at next inhabitable planets for people. Because, I mean, we all know the natural resources of the Earth, and are, are, they're depleting. We're, we're using them up quicker than they can, you know, make more. and It can regenerate. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets to a point where he's like, hey, maybe let's just, just uh, let's take a look at, at somewhere in far, far away and let's let's do it you know let's almost make like a, a you know big old spaceship like kind of like from wally that houses everybody and you know it, obviously you're gonna have to buy your way onto it but uh i think you know that's definitely the uh the way this man's mind works it's never i'm proud of what i've done it's okay i'm done with this now how do i do something even better and that's that's probably one of the best mindsets to have it's okay what i did was good but i know i can do better in a different way and you go and accomplish something even better and uh, to me that just his mindset is, and just him as a person is the type of person you just it radiates success and confidence and what you want to have as a person like he's not you know, down on himself. It's if it's not good, we're gonna make it even better. And if it's already great, it's gonna be perfect. And that's just how he, you know, he's just one upping himself every single time. And I, I think that's the absolutely best mentality to have is just, you know, we are striving perfection, but he'll settle for greatness type person. Um, and that's. <laughs> It's, it's awesome. It's awesome to see. And I, I really enjoy, you know, looking at all his technology and, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, um, looking forward to, uh, seeing what he comes up next with, but to switch the tone over to more gamish relations and, uh, the PS5, PlayStation, Sony, they've, uh, revealed officially that June 4th is going to be their, um, you know, like revealed day, they're gonna do like reveal the PlayStation Five on June fourth. Uh, they're gonna, you know, do an event. It's gonna be an hour long stream, I believe. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head if that's one hundred percent correct or not. But what's cool is, you know, they've gone ahead and like there's thirty eight new games that are, you know, have been officially like released uh, that are gonna be all be on the PlayStation Five and. It's cool because these games aren't like major titles like Call of Duty and whatnot. So that where they're not on the PlayStation and the Xbox, they're all like strictly PlayStation games. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, I'm super excited for the PlayStation 5, honestly. I've had my Xbox One. Uh, like I have the original Xbox One. I don't have the Day One Edition, but uh, I never went with the Xbox One S or the X or anything because I... Honestly, when the X came out, I was like, oh, this is cool, but we're going to be getting a new console soon. So it's like, do I go ahead and get an X, you know, just for the 4K? Because I have 4K TVs. Like, I could make use of them, but it's, I mean, I, I don't play console that much anymore. I, I tend to play more PC games. Now, there's console games that I'll play strictly to play with my friends. Uh, like, I've been you know, for the past couple months, been playing a lot of 2K just to play with my friends. Um, I've been 
playing uh like sea of thieves i'll play with my friends but even sea of thieves like i also have friends i play with on pc so it's i'll just i'll hop on pc and just play it there uh my playstation almost hardly ever gets played as of now i and those roles were my xbox and like when the playstation 5 they're gonna switch i'll be playing the playstation 5 a lot um i'm looking forward to a lot of the exclusives and whatnot coming out on it but for right now, it's like a cyberpunk. I'm, I'll probably buy both on the PlayStation and my PC. I'm gonna play it on my PC, you know, stream wise, uh, and I'll test how that goes. Cause there's some games like are easier just to play on a console, plug into my HD 60 Pro, and then stream straight onto my PC. So that way, I kind of can off that, you know you know all the load playing the game encoding the game streaming the game pushing out all the information on the pc where i can do play it on the playstation or the xbox or the switch or whatever it may be whatever console you want to put there and then just let the pc just kind of okay render it push it out then you know obviously offload all, a lot of that work um but I am excited I am really excited for the playstation 5 I know a lot of people did not like the controller I thought PlayStation got it right. You know, I think PlayStation's biggest, uh, and I've said it before, their biggest complaint was always with the controller. The co controller was too small. It, the ergonomics of it wasn't very friendly. It was, you know, if you had tiny hands, like, you tended to like it a lot more. But I, I'm kind of happy that PlayStation over the years has been a definitely a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality. And now, obviously, with the PlayStation 4, people think something's broke, and they fixed it. And again, people thought it was ugly. I think it looked pretty cool. I think it looked very futuristic, and I hope it definitely reflects the PlayStation um, 5 in the aspect of the controller. I, I imagine at least the base PlayStation is going to be white, just based off the controller, because it tends to be if you have a black controller black system you know same thing the original xbox 360 was white you know the arcade had a white controller then we went with the xbox one being black and the playstation well all the playstations beside the playstation 2 have came out black and they've all had just black controllers to start out with i think that's um definitely kind of an indicator it's this new system's going to be white uh like the xbox one what, what is the, the Xbox Series X, whatever the new Xbox is, uh, obviously it's, it's a black console with a black controller. Um, I'm, I'm excited for everything. I think they're all going to look very good. Uh, and I think that's definitely to say the least on the subjects that's, but the PlayStation it, it's, I think it's really just going to blow the Xbox out of the water. I see way more Xbox fans being excited for the PlayStation than I see xbox fans being excited for the new xbox and that's to me just just shows what you know how well the playstation has done and like the playstation 4 like i bought the playstation 4 day one i pre-ordered it got it originally did not like it i didn't i thought it was a glorified blu-ray player traded it in got the xbox uh built my pc and then i was like man you know what I don't like xbox that much like i'll play with my friends but like i don't i don't play a lot of the exclusives so i went ahead and i read 
I bought a PlayStation again, and I absolutely love Spider-Man, absolutely loved God of War, absolutely loved Zero Dawn Horizon. Like, there's so many of these games that I've absolutely loved and had a great time playing that I'm not really getting on the PlayStation or on the Xbox. It's really just the PlayStation has had my um, interest, and it's just hit all of the wickets and everything I've wanted it to hit, especially, you know, around this time. And I've had friends and, you know, even my brother, he doesn't have a PlayStation and they'll come over, they'll play mine. And they're like, I should have bought one of these, you know, I'm going to get the PlayStation five now instead of the Xbox series X. And it's like, yeah, of course, because it's a better console. And I'm not, I'm not a big console war type person, but to me, you know, in my opinion, the PlayStation is a better console than the Xbox. I like the Xbox's uh, UI and just navigation system, and it's definitely more user-friendly in, uh, like, the home screen and whatnot. I think it just looks a little bit better, where PlayStation is still... I don't like just the row of games. You know, if you have a bunch of games installed, how they're just all in a row, I would... And I, I bet, you know, there's definitely a way you can change all that. I just haven't yet. Um, but the, the, the system I'm definitely looking forward to is going to be the PlayStation five. I, I definitely think without a doubt, they're going to have the Xbox B, but what the Xbox does have going for it and is they, what they said here recently was that backwards compatible games are going to run at higher frame rates now which I think that is also something super cool. So if you have an older game that maybe ran at 30 FPS, guess what? Now it's going to run at 60. And the same thing, if it ran at 60 FPS, now it's going to run at 120. I don't know many games that really need a uh, from 60 to 120 FPS boost, but Xbox is claiming that they're going to do it. And I think that's a bold statement, to say the least. Um... But not a bad one. I think that's it's it's definitely going to be something we we're gonna you know want and you know that's we're gonna play older games and especially if they're running a lot better and a lot smoother now. But it's like, what what are what are you guys gonna be playing? That is really gonna you know be older to that degree where it's like, why why would you be playing it at that point? Like I get like nostalgia games, but to me there's. It's such a cool feature, but there's really no reason for it anymore. Once you get on these new consoles, I don't really play, and this is just me personally, old games. Like, the oldest game I'm right now I'm playing uh, has to be between Arma 3 and Grand Theft Auto 5. Like, that's, that's, oh, oh, I take, I'm also playing, I play War of the Monsters from the PlayStation 2 every now and then, but that is only if certain people like come and visit my house and we kind of want to just play old games but i really don't play my playstation 2 i don't play my playstation 1 that much um i don't play just older games anymore and i i think everyone can more or less kind of it's going to be on the same boat as me is you, you with all these new games coming out and everything getting better and better you know it's kind of hard to be like okay let's play all these new games and also these old games, you know, if you're like me and between all your systems or your console have a library of over three to 400 games just spread across everything, 
you can't play at all. You just can't. That's that's uh, you know, the way I think it it goes for a lot of people. You you can't do all this craziness and try to play all these games from you know early two thousands to right now. It with it being without you know absolutely killing yourself from playing the whole time. Uh, I I just I I think it's a cool. It's a very cool thing for Xbox, and especially if you're into it. If you're into the older games, you're going to absolutely luck out with it. Me, personally, I, I I, think it's cool. I just don't don't think it's going to be a great business decision. You know, uh, maybe just release the games. And I guess it really doesn't hurt anything if it's already going to be backwards compatible and it's you're just boosting the content. But I almost feel like that's going to be... Now all these people are going to have to rework their games or, I, you know, I'm not really, I don't know what goes into everything on that end, but I think it's going to be a little more um, work than it's actually going to, you know, it's going to be more work than benefit in the long run. I just think Xbox should just, hey, let's keep looking towards the future. You know, let's not maybe learn from the past, go towards the future. That's, that's my thing. Uh, and, I think Xbox is trying to do the right thing. Unlike PlayStation where or not unlike PlayStation, but Xbox is trying to do the right thing, but they're also holding themselves back where unlike PlayStation it's just going straight forward. It's like, look, you know, the past is the past. You know, PlayStation obviously has a bunch of uh backwards compatible games with their whole like digital library. Same thing with Xbox with the Game Pass. And you're getting a bunch of older games, uh, but the Xbox, I think, is just gonna hold itself down with, you know, focusing a major part of their uh, kind of like pitch to buy the game is like, oh great, you can play, you know, like Brothers in Arms two at 60 FPS, which great game, don't get me wrong, but I'm not gonna play it. I won't, I, it's, I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm not going to play it. But if you're like, hey, you know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I know we said we're going to lock it at 30. Just kidding. You can play it at 60. Now you got me excited because you, I'm, both the consoles have already screwed us over in that aspect. Like now you can't play these, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla is the most anticipated game for it right now besides Cyberpunk. But they're locked again and we've had this conversation they're locking in at 30 fps why why do that to us just give us the damn game give it to us at 60 fps when you're on pc the sky's the limit play it at if you can run it at a thousand fps run it at a thousand fps but don't lock it at 30 like i get you want consistent frame rates and maybe you've had some areas where it's like the you know there's a drop too big and you know go from 60 down to 40 and you're like all right this would just be easier if it's locked at 30 i get it but don't do that to the players you know give them what they want they want the good game give it them you know give them the game that's that's what we want and i i can't speak on the other assassin's creed on what their fps was and i probably should have looked it up but i can't imagine another um assassin's creed where they would just do that to people i just don't think it was a good idea in any you know 
any sense for them to just be like, hey, we're locking this now. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to see what I can... Uh, it looks like the Assassin's Creed Odyssey was put out at uh, 60 FPS. I'm trying to see console FPS. Here we go. Ooh. Frame rate on the base console can fall into the mid to low 20 FPS range with the PS4 doing better than the Xbox One. Wow. That's... That's actually crazy. So the PS4 got an average of 24 FPS. The PS4 Pro at 28. The Xbox One at 22. The Xbox One X maxing at 30 or averaging 30. That's that. I, honestly, I didn't know that. Um, still, nonetheless, with all this new you know, technology and hardware and the stuff they've been hyping up. Why lock it at 30? Why lock it at something? Obviously the last consoles and the last gen consoles we're doing. That's again, just my opinion on it. I know I've kind of gone off on a rant at this point, but it's, I, again, I just don't, I don't see the, uh, I don't, I don't see the reason for it, but we're coming up on the end of the podcast here. Uh, so if you enjoy the podcast, don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter to keep up to date on what, when, and where we're doing things. Uh, you know, you get a lot of first information before um, we're actually updating podcasts up here. So, you know, you kind of get an idea of the topics we're going to discuss and uh, if we're doing something on a different location or whatnot. Or again, if, you know, I'm co-host list or if Sean's taking over the, the podcast or if we're going to have special guests, you'll know about it on Twitter first. Uh, so give us a follow there at gamish podcast, super easy. And then if you heard anything you actually want to see from this podcast, check us out on YouTube today, you know, on this podcast, this episode, episode four, we're not filming it. Uh, but all the other podcasts are filmed. Uh, so you can always check them out. Um, from now on out, we just had some technical difficulties today. You're going to be able to watch the podcast on YouTube no issues whatsoever. Um, basically, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's, you know, check us out on these other social media platforms, uh, debating on starting an Instagram for the, for the podcast and also kind of played around with getting us involved in TikTok. Don't know yet. Cause that's kind of like one of those things. It's like, all right, where's this going to go? Um, trying to see maybe we increase the, um, our, you know, our platform and our viewers a little bit more and, and then kind of dive into those other social media platforms that way. But uh, until then, I'm Brandon. This is Gamish Podcast. We'll see you next time.